um, um, Isaac. Hold on. I Isaac, we, we hold on. do the po podcast. Hold on. Hold on. What, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. God damn it. What? 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 My palms hurt. What, what? Yeah. Gaming okay. injuries are the worst. No, no. Gym injuries are the worst. Brad, my palm is blistered. It's gaming injuries. Oh, okay. Okay. Uh, let's, let's get into it. No lie, pop like gaming palm injuries kind of suck for real. Like the skin uh, well, peels. Yeah. I mean, I I'm not gonna argue with you on that. But welcome everybody. Happy Monday. Super Swole Bros are back with another episode. Um, we're still kind of getting used to this new format that we have going on. Also, um, Brad's back broke. That's the thing. Yeah, we're, we'll talk a little bit more about that. But so, what do we got lined up today? So we're gonna be. We got to talk about some gym injuries. Yeah, it's like for sure, kind of. Uh, you know, um, we're gonna talk about some, uh, you know, how workout splitting days helps prevent injury, possibly. Uh, favorite workout of the week. Gonna give y'all an update on the big surreal challenge as well as some gaming news. It looks like, man, No Man's Sky got something coming out. The oh no, no, yeah, they they're they're putting all their eggs in another whole another basket. All right, but, all right. Yeah. I mean, it'll be interesting, but we'll get there. Yeah, and then uh, we also have a Swole Juice review. We do. Uh, I, will, I wasn't expecting that, I'll be honest, but yeah, it's here. Yeah. Um, I, I wanted it to, our first Swole Juice review to be C4, but unfortunately, because we're still doing it over Skype and the gym has limited hours, it's hard for us to find a good time to work out and then record a podcast. Yeah, like our schedules um, are kind of... All over Opposite. the place right now. Yeah. So uh, we we got something different for y'all uh, for our Swole Juice review, but we'll get into that uh, in a little bit. Um, so uh, Isaac, uh, why don't we just go ahead and dive into this? So yeah. Um, like I said at the top of the episode, we're gonna talk a little bit about gym injuries. Um, so recently, I actually hurt my back setting up the gym. I wasn't working out. I hurt my back setting up which was kind of a slap to the face because I had a, my workout planned for the day. Oh yeah, like Brad, Brad does all the heavy lifting of every equipment, all the equipment outside and then works out. Yeah. So about 10 minutes in, I went and I had two kettlebells in my hands. And Ooh, were they the heaviest ones? I hate those. Oh uh, no, they were the yellow one, the, the 42 pounders. That's not that bad. Yeah, and th th I was fine, uh, but as soon as I put them on the rack they go on, I just got this insane pain in uh, my back, right uh, below my right shoulder blade uh, in the lat. And I was like, oh, that's weird. And I went to pick something else up, and I was like, nope, not happening. And I kid you not, I laid on the floor for about 10 minutes. Oh, I don't doubt it. I've had, like, back pains um, where you, like... The only way it's going to be like manageable is if you're flat on your back on the. Yeah, and recently, uh, there's there's a one of the Instagram personalities that we follow, um, Demi Bagby. Shout out to her. She's she puts out some really good fitness content. Uh, she's really talented, um, and she's very motivational. She's always happy. Uh, I guess recently she also got an injury, 
Um, so, and her doctor advised her to take it very, very easy for the next six weeks. And I cannot imagine not being able to do anything for six weeks. I mean, you were already working out like what? Four days after you uh, were your back? Lucky for me, it wasn't a, a, a like debilitating injury. I have had those in the past, um, not necessarily from working out, but from other, you know, from work or horsing around or this, that, or the other. So we kind of wanted to talk a little bit about injury at the gym, injuries in general, and how they affect the workout. Um, so first of all, Isaac, what is one thing I never do before I work out that I really should be doing? That would be stretching and generally warming up in a, you know, not <laughs> resistance heavy way. Yeah. So His warm-ups are war just softer workouts. Yeah. I, I use the term soft very loosely. <laughs> um, yeah, it, but it's true. A warm-up is definitely the best way to get ready for your workout, you know, stretches and stuff. I, I never really stretch or warm up. The only time I really ever stretch is... Uh, before Spartan races or before I run like when we did uh, our first battle mile challenge when I did the 10 mile I did some stretches and some walks before we actually went and did the challenge itself um, now obviously you want to change up your stretches depending on what exercises you're doing I mean if you're going to be working out your arms you aren't going to stretch your legs the, that's fair maybe a light stretch of your whole body but you know if you're going to be focusing on one muscle group or another make sure you hit those muscles to make sure they're nice and warmed up and ready and also make sure that you are ready for the workout and you have the proper workout equipment available as well as the proper apparel available obviously doing leg day in jeans is not going to be a good idea <laughs> That's it. Isn't there one guy who goes to our gym, like, in jeans always? Yeah, yeah. But, like, he doesn't, he doesn't really do leg day. He has a lot of, like, upper body stuff. He does a lot of upper body. He's but also he, an older gentleman. He does get on the elliptical, though. Like, in jeans. Yeah. yeah. He works Which it, honestly. Just, you know, good on him. But, you know, obviously, you want to be able to have the right range of motion for the exercises you're doing. So you don't want anything that's going to constrict and... You might want something that's going to breathe. Yeah, especially, and especially, like, people in the South, so SoCal, Texas, Louisiana, you don't want to be in, you know, working out hard in a freaking hoodie in the middle of summer. You don't want to die. <laughs> um, and that also brings me to another thing is, you know, you need to utilize the tools available to you, and one of the best tools to avoid injury is going to be a personal trainer, especially if you're working with exercises or equipment you've never used before. Yeah, that's, that's uh, fair. I didn't have that. I just had you. Yeah. Well, let's face it. If you were, if I were to throw you into a gym before I helped you ever, and was just like, go work out, you probably would use half of the stuff wrong. I, I would know the basics, but yeah, I'd use a lot <laughs> of that stuff wrong. I'll and it's just... Yeah. Go go ahead. Go ahead. Like, I wouldn't I wouldn't have gotten nearly as far as I've gotten without your help, so thanks for that, but I got you. God damn. So much pain. Yeah, but you know, let's face it, you know, obviously personal trainers are something not all of us can afford. There are other tools available that you can find. Um but make sure you find credible sources. Make sure you are using, you know, 
if you're looking up videos, make sure like the person you're watching might be an actual certified personal trainer. Uh, you know, use the different apps. Bodybuilding.com has the app. We've talked about it. It has the videos and as well as written instructions on how to do hundreds of exercises. Um, and but Isaac, you know, all of this is like all good and well, but the most important thing, the most important thing to avoid injury is... I know you know this. He's told me this so many times. Listen to what your body is telling you, Isaac. Listen. <laughs> I mean, obviously you start to hurt. You could be pushing too hard. But we, you know, you have learned that there's a difference between sore and pain. I had to learn the hard way because you put me through both. <laughs> but, you know, I mean... That that is one thing that is really, honestly, it's very difficult to get down. Is trying to figure out where that threshold is. Well, yeah, because once you start knowing what you're doing, you understand that you need a certain amount of pain, like when you're lifting weights, to know, okay, this is gonna this is this is gonna be good for growth. Like, yeah, there is that pain, but then there's just the pain where, like, you hear a snap and you're like, oh, something is wrong. I should stop. Yeah. For some is... people, some stubborn people, some people like Brad, they may <laughs> they might reach that threshold and just keep going anyway because they don't know the difference. Yeah, the difference is it's been it's a, it's a it's a gray area now. Yeah, but, there's a know. reason my back is fine and yours isn't. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, valid, but also <laughs> honestly, I've had back uh, issues uh, stretching back to before I even set foot in a gym. Um, so I was honestly more concerned that it was going to be my lower back that might have had an issue. Uh, it was just weird that it was uh, my lat. And um, considering how often I work out my lats, I'm not as surprised as I should be. <laughs> But uh, it definitely kind of was a wake-up call, especially when, you know, I get there early in the morning to set up the equipment. Maybe it is, that should be a point where I am doing a light stretch to get ready to move all this stuff. I mean, we move thousands of pounds out there, you know. And, I mean, oh yeah, oh yeah. The dumbbells alone is like over a thousand pounds. Then you have the kettlebells. Then you have all the benches. The barbells. Then you have all the barbells. Barbell weights. Yeah. Now that I'm thinking about it, because, like, I closed, like, what, four hours ago? And we're moving yeah. pretty fast, honestly, because no one was there, so we are able to just back and forth, mm-hmm. back and forth, back and forth, done. It felt easy, but now that I look at it, I'm like, that's actually a lot of weight I'm moving around. Oh, yeah. And, like, it's even, the things, it's even the things you don't think about, again, like the benches, you know, the, the elliptical, not elliptical, the assault bikes. You know, you don't really think of those as weight, but it's still weight that you're moving. It is um, easier with those because they have wheels on them, but the dumbbells oh, yeah, and kettlebells, there's, there's no wheels for that. You just gotta lift. Yeah, and that's actually, that brings me to what I had to do today was usually I'm able to do two dumbbells at a time when it, you know, even up to the 75 pound, I think is the max weight we bring out, right? 75 pounds? Or is yeah. it 70? It's 75. So usually I'm able to do two at a time. Um, today, after 50 pounds, I went to one at a time and brought them out. Again, just trying to save save my back a little bit. It's it's still vaguely sore. 
Um, on the other hand, for me, I noticed that like I couldn't lift the 75s on my own, but now I can lift the 70s on my own, like and one in each hand. Yeah, I couldn't do that when we first started. So just within that, I'm improved. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, honestly, our our job right now it's a it's an excellent workout. Um, solid and kind of paid to be there, so it's a lot better motivator. <laughs> yeah. But you know, another thing, uh, jumping back into it, um, you know, you gotta make sure you also have fuel for your workout. Gotta have some water, you know, if you need some calories to burn, need to have some carbs. You know, um, we use uh, the different uh, swole juices. You know, we have the pre-workout, the during-workout, the post-workout, kind of help energize us. But you know, working out on an empty stomach is something that I have actually done a lot, and I will say it is a lot harder. I mean, obviously you don't want to go, like, eat a meal and go straight to the gym. Oh yeah, for sure. You need, like, an hour or two at least of just letting that settle before you can start the, moving. But it's so hard sometimes. If you're going in on an empty stomach, sometimes it's really difficult. Well, like, that's what I was doing at first, remember? When I started yeah, doing this? Yep. Because I went early in the morning when the gym was open, when I had time. So, I would often go to the gym before I had a chance to eat. And when I was done, that's when I, when I would get to eat. Yeah, yeah. But, like, it's hard to get started. But once you once you do and you have that momentum going, it, it gets progressively easier. To the oh, point yeah. where it just becomes normal. And that's, like, one of the things where, like, pre-workouts kind of come to the rescue. You oh, know, yeah. if you have the pre-workout, that little extra kick. I would have really enjoyed that. I even would have taken that weird apple drink you make. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, would, yes. I, I, would, I would have taken that, too. I need to get some more uh, some more stuff, by the way, but, you know. But, uh, Isaac, um, have, you, have you been injured at the gym? No. Mm, not injured. I have been rendered so sore i was basically immobile for a few days let's, let's not let's not discount that but but no i haven't actually had a serious injury at the gym okay so then that we should really get into like what to do to get coming back from an injury for, for a second i thought you said you should, you should probably try to go get one so we can talk yeah, about this try, more yeah try to go try to go get injured no but um, the reason we really should talk about like coming back from an injury a little bit more than just injuries itself and like preventing them is because Injury and pain, it's bound to happen, and you just need to know what to do when it happens. Also, I feel like a lot of people are just barely starting to come back to working out. Yeah, and especially after, you know, being... being Away for so long. Yeah. yeah it, 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 it's going to be hard, but, you know... They're going to suffer. Obviously, if you have a, a doctor that you visit regularly... um. And you can afford a doctor, because I know... I was going to say, like we can afford I, I know that... Trust me, I know I'm dealing with hospital bills right now. Um, You know, if you get injured, see the doctor and talk to them. Try to figure out what the injury is. If there's medication, what type of rest needs to be done. Uh, because you want to be sure that you're well before you hit the gym and injure yourself all over again. And possibly... You know, if you keep injuring the same area over and over again because you aren't letting it fully heal, you could be out of the game for years. Yeah, because, like, just wearing it down over and over again, not it'll just fail you utterly one day, yeah. won't it? Yeah, but, I mean, but also on the flip side of that, you still need to be active when you're injured. 
I mean, obviously don't exacerbate the injury, but you don't want to be totally comatose. Yeah. Yeah, you need to you need to have some activity going on. So like one of the things that I did uh, this week is I would go on a walk. You know, uh, every day I tried to make myself go for like a short walk. I would only do like a uh, half a mile. I really wanted to go for a run, but I do know that running, you know, your back not that not the best be. idea. Um, and I didn't want to exacerbate that again. You know, um, so. It's, it's all about finding what you can do to maintain activity so that you aren't just being a couch potato. So, you know, but it, it's, it's very hard. I will say this. It is, it is very, 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 very hard um, to find activities to do when you have an injury. Because even the wrong movement, just walking, you can make the injury worse. I will say one of the things I did when I was too sore to like really lift much, I would walk my dogs, but like the motion of walking them would hurt while I was walking them. Like I was able to do it and keep up with them when I was fine. And you're, you honestly, it's surprising how many muscles you actually use when you walk. <laughs> yeah, because like it's. You don't you, realize it till you're in pain. Yeah, like you gotta brace your back and your shoulders as you walk to keep balance. You gotta. <laughs> Like, lift up more, like, your abs do some le leg lifting. It's just, everything hurts. Yeah. And then, obviously, when you are able to come back to the gym, this is one thing that I need to make myself do every time I get injured, is you need to cut your workouts. You need to go light. Dude, did I ever tell you about the time I, uh, like, sprained my ankle in middle school? No, no, no. Well, you might have, but you don't remind me. <laughs> I was... I don't remember that. I don't remember the first time I sprained it. This happened twice, and I'll explain why it just sucked. But I sprained it. I was out of school for like a week and a half while that healed. The day I get back, the day I get back, <coughs> we have a, a track thing for PE, and I go to run. I run... One lap, and I sprained the other one because I was putting so much weight on it that because my other oh leg couldn't God. handle it. Oh so my both God. my legs, <laughs> like my right leg had just barely healed that my left leg ankle just sprained. And I was down and out of there for another week and a half. Oh God. Oh I remember God. The, the only reason I can remember this so vividly was because at the time we were remodeling our bathrooms. And so the construction okay. guys were here during the day when I was supposed to be at school working on the bathroom. And like they cheered me like, yeah, he's out of here when he's like healed, like saying, congratulations, you're, you're back. Yeah. The ne next day they sell me again and they're just like, wait a minute, what what happened? Because yeah, the yeah, cast yeah. has switched legs, basically. <laughs> <laughs> so now I'm walking with, you know, both legs pretty much sprained. And healing. It's not it's not a great place to be. No, it's not. But see, that's when you get dumbbells in your room and you just do some bicep curls and shoulder presses and stuff in your No, this was this was pudgy middle school me. That's, that's uh, not I know, happen. I know, I know. But you know but that that kind of goes to it is you have to you know, if you get injured, you have to like take it easy when you come back. I mean obviously running laps after you sprain your ankle 
is a terrible freaking idea. Well, I didn't think of it, and like the te PE teacher said, "Hey, you're back. Go run." I'm like, "Okay, he. I'm gonna trust the PE teacher. He obviously knows what's good for me. Psst. Maybe not. Maybe <laughs> not." So like, so when when that happened, did you? Was it just kind of like? Were you kind of like sitting there or laying there on the ground? Like, not again. <laughs> I was just like, you cannot be serious. <laughs> because like, I had been, I had done, I played as many video games as I could. I read what I could. I didn't have too much money to buy a lot of the stuff I can now. Yeah. So at that point, all I had was just regular TV and replaying video games. This is before like the explosion of games we have today. Yeah, yeah. I was bored oh, yeah. out of my mind, and I was so glad to be back among actual people that weren't, you know, fixing my bathroom. Yeah. So, like, as soon as I have it, I'm like, I don't want to go back. Well, that that kind of brings me to, to one of the, the bullet points I actually wrote down was, if your leg has been injured, maybe change the type of cardio for a while until you can get back into a normal I would run. agree. I, I, I have experience in this. I would very yeah. much agree. It's so like maybe, you know, go on the elliptical or swim. Honestly, you know, I would go for the that, bike because that puts yeah, that's much less weight on your legs. Something something that isn't going to give you so much of the of the weight there. Um, and, you know, you, you have to do that because you have to build back the endurance. Yeah. And especially after a long injury, you can't just go back into the gym and expect to be deadlifting 400 pounds. You'd wish, but no, you can't. <clears throat> yeah. So... You know, it's all about changing the activities and kind of getting used to it again. And obviously, if if at any point when you get back from an injury, if that um, injury becomes like it starts hurting, you need stop. to stop. Yeah, stop. Wait, see your doctor. Talk to talk to them. See what's going on. You know, you never know. It could be you know, it could just be your muscle isn't used to the activity again, and it's fine. But you know, if it's something that is gonna make it worse you don't want that and like for me okay so i i recently started using cbd balm on my injury and for sore muscles and the only reason i even started doing that is because i got free um not free but i got some CD, cbd balm samples from the spartan virtual race oh nice um so i've been using it um I don't really like I can't really report on how well it works because I've only been using it for like four days. Fair, fair. Um but it is, know, a, it is a weird smell, I will say this. You no, know, most of them are. Uh the ones I have, I have unscented and then I also have like a citrus pine. Ooh. They smell pleasant. pretty good. Sounds, sounds um, yeah, you know what? But I think uh, right now with CBD balm, I, I'm not at a point where I can say it's it's like something worth investing into. Um, hopefully it is. And, you know, that's something we can touch on in, in some other episodes. But, you know, do you feel like, you know, because obviously when you started working out before me, you had your own routine. I did. Before we would work out together. Um, and I know during a lot of your routines that you would do, you would hit a lot of the same muscle groups multiple times in a row. Yeah. Um, so do you feel like after I showed you the idea of splitting the muscle groups, uh, do you feel like that helps prevent injury? Or do you think it just it doesn't really matter? It just all depends on how you're doing. 
I think it depends on just how much endurance and like capa- like muscle capacity you have to abuse, basically. Because yeah. for me, when I was doing it at first, I was just hitting everything at once and then focusing like maybe on legs and then the next day doing everything and then focusing on arms. You know, I wanted to get everything active, but also try to specialize, but I wasn't really that good at it until you showed me a better way to do it. Yeah. But that said, your method have quicker results, but also much more risk to it, obviously. Yeah. Um, I feel like the risk, I, I don't know. I feel like the risk of working out the same muscle group, especially if you're going to the gym five times a day and you hit the same muscle five times a day, you know, or I'm sorry, five times a week, and you hit the same muscle group five times a week, I feel like that might actually make injuries more prevalent because you're constantly working this specific muscle. I mean, obviously, in some areas, that's that's something that you can't really avoid. Your shoulders, you're basically working them at almost every workout you do. If you're working your legs, you're going to be using your shoulders to help support the weight. If you're working out your arms, you're using your shoulders to support the weight. Chest, shoulders are supporting the weight. Back, shoulders are, you know... There's a lot of things that are constantly being used, and I just feel like if you're splitting them between days, it helps take off the strain on those muscles. So It does, but also my workouts were never as intense as yours, to the point where I would need that extra recovery. Yeah, but speaking of recovery... Speaking of recovery... Um... We actually have our swole juice. First swole juice of the season. That is so correct. We, we have some fit aid. Uh, zero sugar recovery. Um, so we got these. Uh, we actually purchased them at our gym. Uh, our gym has them for sale. Uh, it's by Life Aid Beverage Company. And now I've had fit aid a lot because they give them to you at the end of every Spartan race. So it's like a solid brand, at least, that Spartan's, you know, using them. You yeah, would hope, at least. Spartan uses them. Um, they're, you know, I hated them when I first tried it. Uh, it's just something about the taste, something about, I don't know. But the more I would drink them, because, you know, after a Spartan race, you you just want anything that's going to help you out. What flavor is this? Uh, they don't have flavors. This is not giving me much hope, I'll be honest. Yeah, I, I know. But, you know, okay, so um, it's it, the, they classify it's non-energy drink, zero sugars, um, clean energy is kind of what they say. And this is the recovery uh, version of it. It has a lot of, you know, you got like vitamin, vitamin B6, vitamin B12, vitamin E, vitamin C. There's There's a lot going on with this stuff. Have you ever smelled like pills that have like powder in them, like yeah. those medicine pills? It uh, smells like you're... that, but also yeah. fruity. Yeah. So I, um, I'm just gonna taste it. See I, what happens. I, yeah, I think I think you should just take a sip. And oh, oh that look! It, it's got that the hint up. of something pleasant, but nothing pleasant ever shows up. Yeah, nothing um, bad shows up, but. And now I will say this. Um, I don't know for a fact that this is the same one that they give you at the end of Spartan Race. Um, that second sip is much harder, though, I'll say. Uh, but I remember 
upon first time I ever drank these, I had to chug it to get it down. I did not like it. But the more I've used them, especially because they, they really are beneficial for a, after a strenuous workout, after a Spartan race, after a marathon, whatever you may be doing, it is very good for helping with recovery. I hope so, because it would need to be to justify that taste. I don't think the taste is bad. It's not bad, it's just... Um, you it's can not definitely pleasant. taste... There, there is a turmeric taste. Um, you know, again, I could have gotten used to it. Um, they do have different uh, types of drinks, and, you know, I'd love to try their other drinks and see what we can give them. Right now, um, based on... Basically, we can only rate any recovery drink on taste alone. Unfortunately, that's the only way we can do this. Um... So I already know Isaac's not going to be too happy with this one. So Isaac, what are you giving uh, Fit Aid Zero Recovery? I'm, I'm going to give it four because there is some taste to it. Not bad. It's just not very good. Yeah. Um. Just because it's I... It's like flat used... soda. That's that's the best way I can describe a that's taste, fair. even though it's not that taste at all. It's that oh, same you know feeling. It, you know what it's like? It's like? It's like a lightly flavored sparkling water. Yes, like they they wanted to make it really healthy, so they left out a lot of the flavoring. Yeah, but it's it's refreshing. It is, and it, I'm, I'm hoping these benefits are worth it. If I'm being honest, kind of sore. Yeah. Um. Now again, the flavor it's not the best, and now. Uh, fade... Oh, that turmeric though. Yeah. All right, Life Aid. We are not ragging on you guys, but I'm gonna give it a five, which I guess we're gonna give total score is gonna be a four point five. Yeah. This was only um, on taste. Your product this is, works, apparently, so you're fine. Yeah, this is only on taste. I drink this stuff quite often, and I enjoy it uh, for the benefits it it, it has. Uh, I'm just I tried. A fan That's of all taste. I can say. I tried. I'm, you know, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> if you know, we'll we'll find some more of your product, or better yet, if you want to send us some more of your product, we can go into that. But you know, um, so this is going to be something beneficial, especially after we're done with our big surreal challenge. Oh yeah, the challenges. Um, that's that's going to be something. So because of my injury that I had, I'm trying to take it easy. I might drop the 21 mile run. I, I wouldn't blame you if I'm being honest. Yeah, I don't want to, but I just feel like it's a good idea. Um, well, I would at least save it until the very end to see how you feel on it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, But we're still doing our 5k run together when we're in Tahoe. Right. Um, so we still have the 12k and the 11 mile to do. Um, uh, I'm gonna try to knock those out uh, sometime next week. Maybe at least knock out the 11 mile. I just kind of want to get the 11 mile done and over with because let's face it, that's, that's gonna, gonna be, be the hardest. Yeah. Um, also, you need, you need somewhere to like. I think it'd be easier to have a a lap, like a thing to lap for that. So you, know? you can get water and stuff. Yeah, like water and also like. Once you have your track set, it's easier to like just lose yourself. So you don't have to think about where you're gonna go. You already know. Yeah, I kind of have a an idea of what, what I'm gonna do for my 11 mile. I'm just not positive yet. Uh, so hopefully I'll get that nailed down, and hopefully by the next episode, um, we will be talking about a little more about the Big Real Challenge. Obviously, I haven't had a chance to start it. I was gonna start it this week, and then. Uh, couldn't really go for a run, and I'm trying to take it easy on my runs. 
I did run yesterday for my workout, which was not the best idea. I wouldn't um, think it is, but uh, yeah. you are insane, so I will yeah. not doubt that it's a bad idea. Yeah, but you know, for that though, the the question is, Isaac, what what is your favorite workout so far that you have done this week? Okay, so this is just for me personally. You know how we got the new um uh, weight rack in the gym? That, yeah, we got the new uh, squat rack. Squat rack, that's what it's called. Yeah, thank you. That thing had the bar that can support, you know, a uh, pull up. <clears throat> mm-hmm. I, I, even though I haven't been practicing the pull up as much, I've been like working on my shoulder and my, you know, grip strength and arms. Yeah. I was able to actually lift myself up a little bit and hold it for a few seconds, but I couldn't get all the way up. Ooh, but that, the, that might be something you should do like a few sets of once a week. Yeah, like there was there was noticeable progress for me on that. So I was Perfect. really happy about that. Um, Even though I hadn't been doing my pull-ups. Uh, my, my favorite workout of the week um, uh, had to have been um, the dumbbell lunges. So, you know, you take one dumbbell each hand, lunge forward, and with the dumbbell lunges, the great thing about it is uh, like you're working your grip strength, you're working your legs, uh, and you're also working a little bit of your back and your shoulders because you got to keep the posture and everything. So that that's kind of been my favorite um, workout of the week. And you know, it's just to me, it just it worked well. But you know, Isaac, I'm sure there are plenty of other things aside from the great world of the gym that we can discuss. Okay. Okay. And, so. and like like I said at the beginning, something about No Man's Sky. It told yes. me something about No Man's Sky. So No Man's Sky has gone places. Like it was it was really kind of overhyped in the beginning. And it had a a tumultuous launch, we'll say. But it improved, and I'll give them that. It's it's better than it was before. That's fair, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but now the developer might be repeating the same mistake, we'll see. It's working oh, on God. another huge, ambitious new game. Oh god. And they're not, they're not giving any details beyond that. They're just saying, okay, this is gonna be our biggest game yet. Which was crazy, because like, didn't you just do No Man's Sky? Yeah, that, that, that's one of the things. So like, if they just did No Man's Sky, and No Man's Sky, like you said, it had serious problems on launch. Um, so what, what's going to happen with it? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like I, I'm, 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 I'm cautious because maybe they've learned enough from their previous game to know what not to do, but it sounds like they're Hopefully. just opening up that exact same door all over again. Yeah. You know, that, that is one of the things, and especially like during, because of the pandemic, we, I, I don't want a disappointing game. Yeah. Like. We like there's only so much content we can take all at once. Yeah. And there's only so much content that they can make, which we are unfortunately much faster at burning through our games than they are making them. Yeah, yeah. But you, that's why you want it to be good if you're gonna wait that long. I mean, yeah, that's that's totally fair. And obviously with a game when games get ambitious, there's always that nagging feeling of like you're just like, please be good. Please be good. Kind of like kind of like when we, we've talked a million times <laughs> about um, uh, Cyberpunk 
Please be good. 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 It's so, like it's for us. It's like two months away, basically, but it's so close. You can you almost taste it. And I'm just so worried they're gonna push back that date all over again. Yeah. Um. I'm wondering if it's gonna be another sci-fi style game. I don't know because they haven't released anything beyond that. Yeah. No, I understand. But hey, I wouldn't mind another sci-fi game. Along with it's good, obviously. Mm-hmm. Obviously. On the other side of that, you know, like, have you ever, ever heard of the game Path of Exile? No, I haven't. It's a it's a pretty solid dungeon crawler. Then. So kind of like kind of like uh, Inquisitor, Martyr, or Diablo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, okay. It's actually a few years old by now, but like I I appreciate that game because they're they're making efforts to keep it interesting and still update it. Yeah. But one of the things that, like, where do you think you get inspiration for all your creative things? Um, you know, there's a big mix. Um, there are some things, like, honestly, one of the books that I, I started writing that I really want to finish, I just haven't had the motivation to work on it more. I kid you not, I was literally sitting down, scrolling through random things on my phone, and it just, like, hit me. Out of no, like, it, nothing popped up that I was scrolling through that had anything to do with this book concept. It was just like, that would be interesting. I see. You know what I mean? That's something that I think is just new because people don't have like content, re- like, people didn't have that 20 years ago, just to have a phone to give them inspiration. Yeah. Like, and these guys, I, yeah. For Path of Exile, the developers, mm-hmm. they're doing some new um, content based on heists and like building up a team, a crew to take down a certain dungeon, like specifically steal from the vault. Okay, so so almost like a, a raid party from WoW? Kind of, but like specifically you're picking and choosing the right specialist for the right traps to get you through. That's kind of cool. And I, I thought that was so interesting. And then I was reading more on it on like where they got the idea. They got it from Netflix. One, they watched Ocean's Eleven. Oh my god. But they adapted the I love how they did that. They adapted that style of, you know, picking your t- crew and working on a heist basically to Path of Exile, which is a medieval dungeon experience, you know? Yeah, it's really interesting. I mean, you know, a lot of so one of the things that I can say about sci-fi is sci-fi big sci-fi borrows from each other. Yeah, because it's all cohesive with each other like you can mix and match story plots and it'll still make a stable world and it'll and and even if it's not you know not technically an original idea it's still a way to make it an original idea um yeah like sci-fi sci-fi writers are notorious for borrowing other people other sci-fi writers ideas and i'm gonna say not all but most the majority of sci-fi writers don't look at it as somebody stealing my idea. They're like, yeah, somebody's expanding on it. So, yeah, that that's the whole thing with the whole Star Wars mythos. It's one story that got expanded so much that it created a whole world. Yeah, yeah. Um, and you know, but we need consoles to play these new games on. And yeah. did you see the new Xbox prices? Did I not tell you it was going to be cheaper? Did I not oh. tell you it was going to be cheaper? So, $4.99 for the Xbox Series X, right? 
or 99 i think and then the series s is 299 i i want to double check i i last i heard it was 299 which is a great price like i know it's a little smaller and not as powerful but it's powerful yeah. enough it's cheap enough and if you have a, like a vast collection of digital games like say me it's just an upgrade basically yeah so yeah it's gonna be 499 and then 299 and apparently sony had to change their prices before they even announced them to compete with that so the the new playstation is going to be 499 and then the all digital version is 399 like that's that's one thing that isn't that the driving idea behind microsoft and sony microsoft is trying to build a more lucid expansive you know mm. community while sony is all about elite top tier stuff yeah um even the so i haven't really looked at the specs for both of them but i was reading some things where some people were saying the xbox series x and s are going to be more powerful than the sony and other things are saying sony's going to be more powerful we just have to wait to see and see what happens um so yeah i am definitely saving up as soon as i get you know more income i am going to be buying the xbox series x as soon as i possibly can i'll probably wait a little bit but that will be there because it's not that big an investment if you think about it yeah and actually uh for our trip to tahoe um our friend ashley is going to be bringing her playstation to play the new tony hawk uh remasters over there even so how do you feel about the like the latest trend of all these classic games remastered I enjoy it because it's like, you know, I love Spyro and I got Spyro remastered. I love Crash Bandicoot, got Crash Bandicoot remastered. I love Pokemon. We're getting the new Pokemon games that are HD, essentially. Like, they're beautiful. I, I'm I'm enjoying the remastering. Um, and you heard they're remastering Battletoads. I didn't, actually. Yeah. Like, so that's going to be interesting. I'm seeing a lot of other like games being remastered though, like Prince of Persia, uh, uh, uh what do you call it? Um, Destroy All Humans, um, yep. Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning. And didn't they recently do a remaster of some of the Kingdom Hearts games? Or no, did I mean, they just do a re-release? I think it was just a re-release with all the extra added content. Yeah, I yeah. am. Which is nice to finally be able to get those because when those first came out, you couldn't get them over here. They were only in Japan. Yeah, but now they're, like, they're they're porting like full translations now, so that's really nice. It is weird though. Like, there's so much like to the story that you don't know about if you don't play those. Yeah, no, I get that. I get that. Well, I have a question for you. Yeah, what's up? What are the top three superhero games you've played? <sighs> like, I've, got, I've got mine. They're mostly the um, Marvel and DC. But like, it was Spider-Man, yeah. Web of Shadows. Okay. I like that one because it's like you have to play as Spider-Man, got infected with the symbiote again, and you could like choose whether you're gonna fight with or without it and that affected the ending gameplay yeah, that was when that trend hit yeah like it, it wasn't a very long game but it was solid and i played it a few times mm. just to try out all the endings yeah there was x-men origins wolverine 
which was a lot better than the movie, I think. Yeah. It's, it was so fun just having those claws and being able to thread through enemy soldiers, just taking bullets. And it was very, like, visual, like, the healing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The last um, one would be Batman Arkham City. Alright, so I never got a chance to play Arkham City or Arkham Asylum, but I watched people play it, and I absolutely love that game. I think I played, like, a little bit. Um, so I'm going to be putting Arkham City on my list. That'll be that'll be one of them. Um, yeah, but superhero games... Uh, I never really played a lot of superhero games, um, so, but, you know, Batman, definitely, uh, I mean, and let's face it, Batman the Arkham series revitalized superhero games. I think it did, because that was, you weren't too overpowered, but if you were skilled yeah. enough, you could, you could be overpowered. Yeah, um, I was almost tempted to put it in Saints Row 4, because technically you get, like, superpowers in that game yeah. but I'll be honest you're not much of a hero you're you're more of a morally gray protagonist that's fair um yeah you know the only other superhero game and I'm using that term very loosely right now that I can think of that I've played is Earthworm Jim it works <clears throat> um I know I've played more, but, like, nothing comes to mind, so I can't really say that <clears throat> one of those or the other is going to be a top game. So it's just... Yeah, no. It's, so, yeah, it's just... I'm going to stick with... The, I, I can only give you two. It's going to be Earthworm Jim and Arkham... Arkham City slash Arkham Asylum. Those two are really the only ones I can think of. Oh, dude, don't worry. I have the Arkham series... When we go to Tahoe, you get to play it. I'll bring it, don't worry. Alright, uh, that's fine, that's fine. Well, I was thinking oh. that we should we should consider getting, like, a capture card. You know, that would be really cool. Uh, we could, like, I mean, yeah, and, like, maybe stream or just post some random videos of us playing video games. Yeah, because, like, I want to be able to download what we, like, the video we have and, like, yeah. edit it to the way we have all the good parts, basically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of loading and stuff that could... Done. But that, I think that would be a worthy purchase for us. You, you, if if we can get a capture card, I got the video editing software, we're good. Yeah, exactly. But, you know, uh, there's, there's a lot more happening in the world of entertainment. Uh, I know some new movies are coming out. Um, and, of course, they recently announced Mandalorian Season 2. As well as the Obi Wan Kenobi uh, show, was uh, they're talking about. I don't think they announced the release for Obi Wan Kenobi yet, though. I do know some more details on that, but oh, all right, yeah, we'll get into that in a second. All right, so this is more nerdy stuff, but if you know nothing about where Star Wars is going next, as far as like comics and stuff, they're going into the High Republic, which is like the golden years before Palpatine just stole the Republic from them, made the Empire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, this is what, leading up, you get to see a young Yoda. Like, hmm. of an active, not, like, not Grandmaster, he's like, just a regular Jedi Knight. But that'll be very interesting to see, kind of see the origin story of Yoda. Yeah, like, back when he was in his prime, basically. Think, do you think how powerful he is? Like, able to stand toe-to-toe -to -toe with Sidious? 
Insidious took out like three Jedi yeah. in a matter of seconds. Yeah, I was actually watching recently. I watched a thing where they were counting down the top ten Jedi of all time, and it was really interesting hearing about like the different Jedi and stuff like that, and Jedi that you never really heard of or never really paid attention to, and like how powerful they actually are when it comes to the canon and and the uh, um, uh, what's it called? Lore? No longer uh, no, no the no longer uh, legends. Legends. Thank you. Yeah, I, I thought that was really interesting. Um, and, you know, but we're talking a little bit about Star Wars. Mandalorian Season 2 is dropping October 30th. Oh, I, I, are I, you excited? I could have done with a sooner release date, if I'm honest, but I'm just happy we have one. It's set. It's good. And I yeah. really, really want to see just, like, how Ahsoka or, like, Bo-Katan are going to look visually yeah because weren't they originally just animated they were from the the clone wars right yeah no. like they, they've never had a, a live action iteration to them yeah so this is like new territory and i, I want to see physically what, what they would look like and then you have the actor playing played jango fett from the uh star wars prequel trilogy is coming back as boba fett yeah and he's supposedly even like gonna be captain rex Ooh, all right. Like, you know who that is? He was like one of the clone troopers who got he, his chip removed, and he, like he yeah, was in he, Rebels. He, yeah, wasn't so. I I know about him. I don't know a lot of lore behind him, but I've I've heard the name. Oh, man. like I I love that guy because he was awesome during the Clone Wars, and they made him even more awesome during Rebels because he's like an old man at that point, and he's still like fighting better than most stormtroopers. Yeah, I'm really curious to see how they're gonna get Boba Fett back in how they're gonna say he escaped the the Sorlak pit well like they because I know legends there were like he fallen in there like three times in legends yeah I know so it's like <laughs> poor guy what what are they gonna choose you know what I mean like how are they gonna finally say this is the definitive way on how Boba Fett escaped Sorlak pit they've got to use one of them at least or I mean maybe Favreau will come up with a new way but we'll see but yeah like for Rex I'm, I'm so happy he's gonna be in it because I love him He's so cool. They retroactively made him canon in the original yeah, trilogy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, and then and then you said you had some information on the Obi Wan series too. Yeah. So what I know currently is that it's a standalone season. So it's just going to be th that one season as far as so it's right a, now. Is so concerned. it's a what what is it called? Uh, uh, limited, uh, series. limited series. Yeah. yeah, limited series. But like, I don't know if they're gonna see how that goes before committing to more i hope they I, do you know okay so this is my thing obi-wan kenobi is such a fixture in star wars lore he is like very very famous and did you know the original actor for obi-wan he, he didn't even want to be in the part and then he was like it could be fun like, and he hated it he yeah like he I remember the reason they had him show up so sparsely in the sequels as as Obi-Wan Force Ghost was because um, he didn't really, he only wanted to do like one day of shooting and that was it. So they had to get that yeah. all done in a day. Otherwise, like, I don't really want to come back much. We'll do one day, I owe you that much, and that's it. Yeah, and so I kind of want the lore behind Obi-Wan to stay as it is what i want to see what i want to see is a qui-gon Jin series 
make it animated. I don't care. I want to see Qui-Gon Jinn being the badass that he is supposed to be. Qui-Gon Jinn is, was at the time the greatest lightsaber duelist of the entire Jedi Order. That That's technically only because Dooku left the Order. Yes, but still. But he was trained by Dooku. So. I mean, I want to see Qui-Gon Jinn be a badass like I know he is. We got to see a little bit of it in episode one and then just like taken away from us. I really want to see a Qui-Gon Jinn series. I don't care if they do it animated like they did the Clone Wars. I don't care if they do it live action and get a different actor. I don't care if they get it live action and get the same actor and just CGI his face to make him look younger. I want a Qui-Gon Jinn series. That would be amazing, honestly. Or like... Or like one special showing Yoda being trained by Dooku and then Dooku training Qui-Gon and then Qui-Gon training Obi-Wan. Like, down the line all the way to Anakin. I'd want, like, one special showing that. Like, clips from their different trainings. Yeah, no. I think that'd be really cool. No, I get that. Also, this is a side note. Do you know anything about the Batman who laughs? Uh, no. I've never heard of that. So, DC Comics is doing a... They did a death metal event, basically. And they had okay. all these different alternate versions of Batman from the Dark Multiverse. So basically, Batman were... He just turned evil for some reason or another. That's, you know, that's cool. The most terrifying one I saw was a Batman who was infected with Joker Venom, basically. Okay. And okay. You know how he has plans in place if he ever gets infected? Mm-hmm. This one was different because this Batman, like, just gave in. Ooh, and he okay. like straight up set a trap for his friends to take him out before they would have taken him out. And it's like now, brutal okay, because so so that's really interesting. So I do know a little bit about the Batman like alternate universes, but the one one of the ones that's like really interesting to me, and I want to read more of the comics about it. Um, even even though I think there's only one comic, I could be wrong. Um is the timeline where Bruce Wayne is shot in the mugging and his parents live and his mom becomes the Joker. Yeah, that's... that's and his dad becomes Batman. That's the Flashpoint um, series. It's really that sounds, great. That Batman that is really so much hardcore. Oh, yeah. Because he's like I an mean, alcoholic. And he's not afraid to use guns. <laughs> I'm in. But he's still it. Batman. I mean, and Isaac, dude... We have so many things to talk about. I'm, I'm like sitting here half debating: should we just make this episode go a little bit longer? What do, what do you think? What do you think? Do you want to, do you want to cut here and save some stuff, or should we, should we keep going? Should we'll, we keep blabbering? We'll, we'll, we'll save some stuff. But all, the, all I want the audience to know is that the Batman who laughs terrifies me to beyond end. And if you were <laughs> up to date with the comics, he just got a whole lot scarier. Ooh. You know, that's one thing I am hoping about getting a little bit more into. I really do want to start getting a few comics here and there. Um, just to kind of, you know, read them. Yeah, I see. I see all your comics. Uh, but I really do want to get some of the Star Wars comics. Um, They're good. Uh, and I really was thinking about getting some of the alternate um, Spider-Man comics. So, like, Spider-Noir. Um, uh... Why am I drawing a blank? 
my other podcast just talked about this. Uh, Into the Spider-Verse, Miles Morales, the Miles Morales series. Ultimate uh, Spider-Man. Thank you. I, I want to get that. Um, but more importantly, I really want to get some Firefly comics. I have one. And I want to get the rest of them. Uh, and read about what happens to the Firefly crew after all these That's, events. Yeah. But, you know, we have, we have other things to talk about. Uh, but we're gonna, you know, we're running again, these episodes are now longer, we're only meeting every other week, but, uh, so why don't we just kind of give a quick snapshot of what else we want to talk about and save it so people can come back and listen at the next episode. No problem. Um, I know you, you were talking to me a little bit about the Snyder Cut. Yeah. Uh, for and Justice League, I, I want to talk about that, but we'll get there. We have time. That That's gonna be, that's gonna be a full, like, we're going to be talking about the Justice League Snyder Cut for a little bit, honestly. That's yeah. going to be a while. Uh, and you also got... Uh, what else was it? So, this just came out of shock to me, but the Fresh Prince, you know, the cast, they're doing a reunion yeah. special. Ooh. Like, on the thir- for their 30th anniversary. And they, like, they're getting a lot of the old cast. And going to be on HBO Max, which kind of sucks. I don't have it. But I'm sure I'll see it somewhere. We'll, we'll find out how to see it. Yeah. And, uh... And I've been listening to an uh, to an audiobook, um, Eisenhorn Xenos. It's a Warhammer 40k universe lore stuff. And actually, the book series for Eisenhorn is supposedly going to be an Amazon TV show. I, I kind of like how more more dude, like streaming services are investing into different like franchises. You know? Yeah. And that, but that's definitely something I want to like talk about. I think you know, next episode let's talk about those talking points. Snyder cut's going to take up a lot of time. Oh, for sure. Uh, me talking about Warhammer is going to take up a lot of time. <laughs> so we're going to save that for uh, the next episode in two weeks. But uh, you know, Isaac, it's it. We have so much to do. <laughs> there are so many comics to read, so many movies to watch. And, uh, you know, this week, uh, this Wednesday, um, my other podcast is reviewing a movie, uh, that came out in, I want to say it was 2018. It stars, uh, Daniel Radcliffe, uh, called Guns Akimbo. And you, uh, if you guys haven't seen the movie, I highly recommend it. Um, and go ahead and check out the Bruise and Reviews podcast to see what we had to say about that movie. And it's, because it's so weird it's, seeing Harry Potter look like that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> the, you know, but Isaac, you'll have to check out the, that too. But you know what, guys? Stay safe out there. You know, make sure that when you exercise, you're listening to your body and you aren't hurting yourself. Don't so be a brat. Don't be a brat. This is the Super Swole Bros. Signing out. Okay.